The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network. Hey everybody, this is Gary Ho-Ho-Hoey, and you are hanging out with Tech Talk Radio. Enjoy. And welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeer. And I'm Justin Lemmy. Good to see you all here. Uh, we took uh, last week off, of course. Uh, everybody's getting ready for Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. it's just a lot. It was a lot going on last weekend. Yeah. It really was. Work's <sighs> just been busy with sports. So, Well, yeah, I mean, it's been busy for everybody. I mean, depends on what industry you're in. But my industry being in engineering, uh, TV engineering, uh everybody's trying to get all their projects done before the holidays start. Oh yeah. So, you know, you're just getting hit up left and right. So it's, it's been very busy. Uh, is your most common answer is, did you reboot it? <laughs> so that'd be the, that'd be the systems team. Uh, we can't necessarily reboot routers and switches that easily. Yeah. We've all got stuff to kind of yap about. Uh, first off, did you get your pixel six yet, Dustin? No. So I'm scheduled to get my pixel six pro uh, December 9th or 10th. And then Misa is getting her Pixel 6, not the Pro, but the Pixel 6, uh, right around Christmas, like the 26th or 24th through the 28th or something like that. The reviews have been super good about it. Yeah, and they've also already released like two over-the-air updates to it to, to fix a bunch of like day one bugs. Um, so that's good. Uh, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. In fact, one of our uh, neighborhood friends has a Pixel 6 already, Pixel 6 Pro. And Eric and uh, my son, Eric, and then their daughter was playing at the park and she took some photos with it and shared them to Misa. And I, I saw the photos. I, whew, dude, it looks like a DSL, DSLR camera. Really? I mean, it is that good. One of the features that I've heard about uh, is this masking feature where you can remove things. The magic and, eraser. The magic eraser. They've made it like super easy with uh, the Pixel platform. Yeah. Basically, you just click the part of the picture you don't want there and it uses ai technology to remove that like let's say you know you got a picture of, of of you and your significant other and behind you is some you know jerk waving at you like ah hello you know and way in the background just click on them and it will use ai technology to remove him and then fill in the background with the natural background that was there. See, I've done that with Photoshop on pictures. Yeah, and, it's basically Photoshop. Yeah, and it can be time-consuming to have AI do it for you. It's faster. I personally haven't tried it. Now, obviously, you're going to put that up against a professional Photoshopper? Uh, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Right, yeah. But I'm also not going to pay a couple hundred dollars for a guy to sit there and Photoshop my, my photos for me. Yeah, if it's something you just want to take out something in the background. Yeah, that's but so cool. the Magic Erasers is well enough. I'm, I, and I'm really looking forward to trying it. So I got a couple more weeks and I'll get mine. I know Apple uh, this past week had a, a recall on the iPhone 12. Uh, and uh, this has been, it's been affecting a the, recall? A recall of iPhone 12 models made between, I want to say, October of 2020 through April of uh, this year. <laughs> and it affects the sound capabilities, a glitch in something in there. Now, it doesn't affect the Mini, and it doesn't affect their, their top-of-the-line uh, Pro model. But it does affect the iPhone 12, and the, the iPhone 12, I believe the next model stepped uh, step down from their top-of-the-line. The, top of the, line. the uh, is it, how about the uh, Pro Max? Does it affect that one? No, not the Pro Max, oh, Okay, Pro, I think. Is. There's, there's a Pro version. Now, yeah. that's on the 12. doesn't affect the 13, the newest one, which Sean has been using now almost a month. Um, and I, lo- I love it. It's been really great. Um, 
I think the biggest upgrade was the camera, seeing the difference in the quality of the images from uh, the 7 Plus to the 13 Pro uh, has been huge. The cinematic mode is great, where I can take a picture and then change what's in focus. Mm, nice. I can I can change the background to be in focus. I can make everything out of focus. I can make everything in focus. <laughs> it, it's really great. What is that? It's, it's been it's been what great. Is, what is that type of photo? Can you do the type of photo like I, makes it look like everything looks like a miniature? Can you do that mode with you're that? Ta- you're talking about tilt shift. Til- tilt or shift, tilt yeah. shift. Yes. Yeah. But um, I don't think I can do that. I mean, you can kind of do it with the cinematic mode, and you can kind of play around with it to make it look like, but definitely not specifically tilt shift because those are tilt. specific lenses that are designed to make that look like that oh really i thought it was just the the way of focusing on something or what i didn't know yeah, there was an actual it, it, specific it's a, it's a, lens it's a way of taking photos but they do make specifically designed lenses to do tilt shift yeah that's pretty cool that is pretty neat stuff um i so i i reached out to justin this week and because of that i got called a boomer <laughs> because i did not well you didn't call it to me and amanda called me a boomer because yeah. she was in the group chat um so it can be really confusing. And we always talk about for our listeners out there that have ever decided they want to build their very own computer, that they want to take the steps. There's uh, there's a couple of sites that can help you out to do this. PC Part Picker is one of those. And I want to say, is it Panguli is another one? Is that the one? Have you guys heard about that one? I do not know that one. I've okay. not known that one, no. All right. PC and, Part Picker is my favorite. Yeah, PC Part Picker is great. I mean, you get on there, you kind of decide what you want, what, what you want to be able to do with it, and it'll help you pick out the hardware. But it is so confusing for consumers right now to buy a motherboard, to buy a processor. And I was, you know, I was doing some research. Whenever I buy something, I finally decided to upgrade. My computer is about seven years old. So I decided to go ahead and upgrade it. So okay. I, I I was going to, first I was going to, before, and this is what I'd recommend. Before you buy your case, you buy your motherboard, you buy your, your graphics card, because you, then you're going to know how much of a case you're going to need. Yeah. So in looking for motherboards, I, I thought, I'm going to stick with Asus. I've been pretty happy with them. So I went ahead and I decided, okay, I'm going to get the LGA 1200 socket. Because the LGA 1151 is the one I have previous. That's what I have now. Right? LGA 1200 is what you're going to find a lot of the uh, Generation 10, Generation 11 Intel processors. I decided I'm going to wait before I get an AMD Ryzen processor, Ryzen motherboard. So I was going to go that route. Hmm. Okay. Like, everything was looking good. And then I started looking at the processors. Man, oh man, is that confusing. You've got the uh, i7, 10th. And 11th generation. You've got mm-hmm. the i9, the 10th, and the 11th, and the 12th generation. And then I'm thinking, wait, <laughs> 12th generation? Where are we up to 12th generation? So then I start looking. Oh, maybe I'll get a 12th generation processor, right? And then, oh, it's a different motherboard socket. It's the mm-hmm. LGA 1700. Next thing, and then it's like, okay, what kind of RAM? So then I thought, okay, wait a minute. Don't go too far ahead of yourself because once you do, your budget just goes through the roof. So I decided I'm stuck on this. I'm going to get, I, and I went ahead and ordered it. I, I've got a good deal. I found one on Amazon. It was it was a good a good price. I got the, uh, and I called around locally. Nobody had it. I got the Asus Z590P. And um, it's, a, it's a good Asus motherboard. It's socket 1200. So I'm going to be stuck in the uh, 10th and 11th generation. And it has a lot of great features on it. So I, I'll get that. So I ordered that. 
That arrived. So the next day, I I could not find processors anywhere on Amazon, PC Part Picker, couldn't hmm. find them. I found one on Best Buy, and I called around again. Nobody had them, so I found one on Best Buy, and it was the, I was going to go. I was actually going to go tenth generation, but then I was reading with the ASUS five ninety board. If you go tenth generation, you're not going to get your primary M two to work on the ASUS for some reason. What? Yeah. Everybody was saying that, and it's in the ASUS documentation. So then I thought, oh, crud, I already bought the motherboard. I should have gotten MSI, which I don't have too much experience with MSI. So I, I went ahead and finally found one on uh, at Best Buy, I had to, and it was available in stock. It was an 11, so I got the 11700 uh, unlocked Intel uh, i7, did not get the i9, has eight cores. The 1100 series or 11,000 11, series. Yeah, so 11th generation. Okay. So yeah, that yeah. way I can run the M2 because I've got an M2. So I might as well put it to use. And the the thing is, is it's an i7. It only has eight cores. You've talked about cores before. You go up to the um, 12th generation, you can get 10 cores all the way up to 16. But the, the price of the processor, they had one was going for a grand. Yeah, no, no I'm course. not going to spend that much money. I mean, well, I mean, considering the fact, though, I mean, they're they're expensive because they are the most important piece of hardware in your computer. Yeah, you're going to pay for that. Yeah. So I figured, well, I'll be fine with the. So I, and I went ahead and or, at the same time I was at Best Buy, I saw that they had the memory. So I got 32 gigabytes of DDR4 memory. Go stuck with that, and mm-hmm. uh, it should be fine. Now I just have to. Now I have to pick out the case pick out the process, uh, not the processors, but the cooling fan. And now I'm trying to decide water, liquid cooling or air cooling. So it's, it's a, it's a big process to go through. Yeah. But again, if you go through a website and you want to build your own PC part picker is a really good it's one. A great website. Cause you can compare and it'll tell you the, yeah. the thing I like about part picker is that if you put in something that's not compatible, like a processor that's not compatible with the motherboard, it tells you straight up yeah. or it doesn't mm-hmm. even allow you to pick those options it only yeah. gives you options that are compatible with the hardware that you're picking so it breaks it down so you don't buy ram that's not compatible or you don't buy a processor that's not compatible it's i really like pc part picker a lot somebody yeah. told me though um like when it comes to speed the one i bought is rated up to five gigahertz now it's only a 3.2 gigahertz processor so you're overclocking it when you do that mm. uh somebody told me that asus automatically overclocks like right out the right out the box, you go ahead and you put the processor in. You got your fan on. It will actually go ahead and overclock it to where it can run stably. Which I I, I might want to investigate that more once I get it in a case and get it powered up. Now I have mm. to pick out the power supply. What would you guys recommend? <laughs> uh, get the most you can afford. Honestly, yeah. a thousand yeah. watt if you can. Uh, no, I mean eight fifty is probably far plenty. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends on what you're going to run. What, what kind of graphics card did you say? I haven't decided on that one yet either. Well, see, that's going to be a big thing. Now, I, I don't want to spend a thousand bucks to get the third. What is it? The, well, no, don't just don't worry about that because next year NVIDIA is releasing the 4000 series. Oh, wow. But the 40, uh, I guess, I think they're calling it the 4090. Right. So it's the, it's the successor to the 3090 is going to be three times faster than the 3090. Wow. Three times faster. But it's also three times more power hungry. In fact, it can take up to 650 watts alone. People are going to be running two power supplies, one for their GPU and one for their... Can they do that? Can they do that? I don't know. 
I guess, I guess if you have a case that has a big enough... What's stopping you from running two power supplies? That's true. A case? A case that fits two power supplies? That's what's stopping me. <laughs> uh, and, it, you know, it's so... It's so... Like, and buying a case... Because a case is going to cost you about 100 bucks, right? And I'm, I'm looking, and, you know, I've, I've always used the half 932s from Cooler Master, and they're like 117. And they, now they have step-ups. They have cases that are going for 300 from Fractal. And I was looking at those, and those are pretty sweet-looking cases. Yeah, mine's a fractal fractal design. It's, it's a small one, but it's it's enough for me. Uh, it's it, it I, I have got no more room in it, but that's it, fine. All my hard drives are hidden. Everything actually, you know, it's funny funny side story. A little while ago, you had sent me the new Logitech Stream Cam. Yeah, the, yeah. the brand new uh, uh, 1080p, 60 frames a second, but it only has USB C. And I only have one USB-C port on my motherboard, and it, apparently it's not USB 3.0 or 3.2 because it only lets me do 30 frames a second. So to, to get the most out of it, I actually had to buy an expansion card. So I bought a USB 3.2 PCIe expansion card. Right. And uh, so it's got three USB-A ports, you know, the standard USB, but they're but they're 3.3.2, so they can do the fastest data transfer. And then it's got one 3.2 USB-C port. Go to plug anything into it, nothing works. Oh, you're kidding me. Is because, it drivers? Nope. It's because I have to, I'm pretty certain that I have to run a power cable to it. <laughs> and I have taken the liberty when I built this machine to hide every single power cable possible. There's no cables that are really visible in my case. Right. And now there's going to be one glaring black cable. But in order to do that, I got to literally take apart my entire case to find the one cable extension, connect it up, and then extend the cable over to it. Now, I'm thinking about doing that tomorrow just to see, uh, but I don't know. But otherwise, the the, the thing is dead. And but I got to do it soon because if I don't do it soon, then I can't return it if it's if it is dead. Oh, now have you got the uh, type of power supply that you can adapt where it's instead of having a big, it's a modular, know, uh, modular, yeah, modular, yeah. modular yeah, most power of them supply. Are like, most of them are like that nowadays. That's the way to. That's the ones to get. I like. Yeah, those. but but with this case that I have, my power supply is hidden below a a, a a sheath or whatever, if you will, so you don't even see where the power supply cables come out of it. It's a it's a complete box that sits at the bottom of the case that covers all of it. So I have to take off the back panel to get access to where all my cables are because I ran them out the back, and then I'll be able to run one in. It, it's a little complicated, but hopefully hopefully I can do that because otherwise I cannot get this camera to work at 60 frames a second. So I don't know. We'll see. That's a shame. That's a great camera. Actually, yeah. I, and it's funny because I just saw it at Best Buy the other day. It was marked down to $128. And uh -huh. I think that camera was one hundred ninety nine dollars. Oh wow! So yeah, yeah. so we got to. It's always nice to find one cheaper. So what else have we been working? I know Sean, you were given something that I think is just absolutely amazing that you were given this. Yeah. So a buddy of mine, I've, I've we've talked about VR on the show before. Yeah. Yeah. And we we've all kind of been skeptical of Oculus because it requires you to create a Facebook account and links all your games to your Facebook account. And if you deactivate your Facebook account, you lose access to those games and things like that. So a buddy of mine recently said, I don't like the Oculus because it makes me have a Facebook account. So he went, I think he got the, well, I don't remember what he went with. He went with the HP Envy or one of the HP ones. Right. And we were talking about VR and he's like, do you want my Oculus Rift S? 
Wow. I was like, sure, are you just going to get rid of it? He goes, no, you can literally just have it. Wow. <laughs> Man. I was like, seriously? He goes, yeah, That's I'm not using it. It's literally just a paperweight. Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. How much are those things? So, They're a couple hundred bucks, right? Well, they don't make them anymore. Yeah, they don't make them anymore. You cannot buy the Rift anymore. You can only yeah. buy the Quest too. Right. Right. You can't buy the Rift. Yeah. So they made the Rift. Then they made the Rift S. Yep. And then they made the Oculus Quest, and then they made the Quest Two. Mm-hmm. So the the Quest and the Quest Two are wireless. The Rift yep. S is wired, so it's currently wired into a DVI Display Port or a Let's Display see. Port off the back of my machine and powered. Via the, USB. The, the um, other big, the other big part about the difference is the Quest Two versus the Rift. So the Quest is all in one. It's not just wireless. It's all in one. Like it's it's its own processor, its own graphics card. Everything is is built into the unit, so it doesn't require your PC's computing power. Whereas the Rift correct. requires your use of your CPU, RAM, and GPU in order correct. to give you that. So yeah, there's a difference there. Yeah, which I don't think. If I if I wouldn't have upgraded my CPU and my motherboard earlier this year, I definitely wouldn't have been able to run this. Probably not. Yeah. So you know, I'm running the. I don't even remember what processor I have in my computer right now. I gotta have to think about it. Um, but it runs great. And Justin, we were talking about before the show, with the new updates to Flight Simulator and some of that, they've optimized it for VR. So a, a lot of flying in VR on Flight Sim has been amazing. Like. Yeah. It's hands down a whole different game flying in VR. I saw well, a video I mean, a video the other day uh and like I cuz I had the 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 pass and then I don't know I just let it go and now I'm like I've been seeing videos of people flying and they're just amazing and I'm like oh maybe I want to get this again. It's Yeah, it, they've it, been continually doing world updates uh as the game has been become more and more popular. It's back on Game Pass again by the way if if you want mm-hmm. it. It's because they have the game of the year edition. Right. Um, and they just recently, as of, I think, the 15th of November, they dropped a new downloadable content pack called the Reno Air Races. Oh, wow. Which has all of the planes from the Reno Air Races, and you can do multiplayer, eight-player airplane races. Oh, now that's pretty cool. And that would be good. I'm telling you, man, it's it's flying, it, doing it in VR, and flying against eight other planes and yes you can't collide with them it restarts you back a little bit further than what you were before so you can't you know you're not out of the race but mm-hmm. i beat a guy by like 0.28 seconds last night oh wow that's and awesome it was like it was my heart was racing and i'm in vr it was it was i was so immersed into it it was it was unreal it was amazing and now so, which which controls uh, which control are you using so i have the 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 thrustmaster hotas Right. Have you is seen their the, new one, the the Boeing? It's, yeah, I was just looking them up because we're gonna talk about our wish list, and I've got a different a different controller that I want to put on my wish list, uh, but it keeps getting sold out too fast, and my wife would kill me if I bought it. The Boeing one looks really great, but I've just got the Hotas. It's got the joystick control, you know, the the flight, the 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 fighter jet style joystick with the thruster and things like that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm really happy with the Rift S and. I've also bought some other games for it. Uh, there's a really great mini golf game that is just unreal realistic. Like, and you're on this huge, it's called walkabout mini golf. Yeah, I have that. I love that game, dude. Yeah, it's great. It's been, it's been so much, it's been so much fun. And then of course I bought beat saber. So I've been using that as my, my workout. <laughs> That's been a lot of fun, but, um, I'm very happy with the VR. Uh, 
I, I hesitated getting into it because I was like, eh, it's VR. I don't really care about it that much. But I'm all on it. I'm all about it right now. I tried in the very beginning when, you know, with as soon as I got my Oculus Quest 2, uh, tried doing the uh, flight simulator. And I knew it was possible because I would see posts from in a discord server or other places that people got it to work and it, it and it does it it works for them right but like every time i would try to fly no matter what it was just it would it would jitter stutter the, the it didn't look right like at it the ground was constantly stuttering underneath me so obviously it, it makes you feel sick um it wasn't smooth and no matter what i did i tried it wired with the link cable, I tried it wireless using Steam uh, because you can actually set it up with uh, Steam VR uh, with an uh, with an add-on. I tried everything I could think of; nothing would work. So I, I just said, you know what, forget it. I'm I'm just not gonna do VR anymore. I I would love to because yeah, I can I, see I the if 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 you if there's anybody listening that has flight sim and is interested in doing VR and you have a VR headset, I highly suggest you you go in and you get the most recent updates for the game because they've done a lot of optimization for VR and it's actually supporting in game. Like if you bought it from the Windows store, like I did, sure. it's supporting in game VR support before there wasn't, you had to use steam VR or you had to use uh, a VR emulation, which caused a lot of problems like Justin was saying, but I'm telling you the updates have been huge in making VR a lot more stable. The only thing is, is uh, also I had to download the, you know, the Oculus app and then there's the Oculus tray tool and all these other things that I had to use to try to adjust my settings for it. I'm wondering now if I if I get rid of those, you know, and basically just get rid of those apps and re-download the Oculus, you know, app. I wonder though if it's gonna if there's things that are screwed up in like in the registry or something. Like I wonder if I'm gonna literally have to just reformat my entire computer and reinstall everything from scratch just to be able to get this to work. Because I I swear, Sean, I'm gonna lose my mind if I go and fire up. <laughs> Flight Simulator again, after you're sitting here for the last 10 minutes talking about how great it is, and I go to fire it up, and I can't play it at all. I'm, I'm going to be really upset. You're going to punch your monitor. I'll punch the VR headset on my face. I understand your frustration. I'm just, it, it, was, it was very easy. I thought it was going to be complicated because you had talked about this before on the show where you said it stutters, it sucks. A friend of mine said it stutters, it sucks. I had zero issues plugging in the Rift. S, turning you it sound, on, getting in the game, adjusting yeah. some in-game settings, hitting. You sound exactly. Tab. You sound exactly like those guys on on the Discord channel. Were like, I don't know what your problem is. I had no problems. I'm like, great. That's <laughs> just hate awesome. that. Awesome. Great help. Thanks. Appreciate it. That is. And, that and some is of these good. guys, some of these guys that didn't have problems, were running. Like with Sean, you're running a 1080. You're running my old 1080 Ti. Oh, that's right. And yes. it works great for him. I'm running a 2080 Ti, and it doesn't work. Maybe it's just the 2080. Maybe it's the 2000 series. Because I, I have not met a person on the 2000 series that it works good. I've met people in the 1080s and also in the 30, the 3000 series. I've met people that, but maybe it's just something about the 20 series. I what, don't know. what power supply are you running? I don't know. It could it's be a, 650. So you're running 650. Uh, how about oh, you, Sean? I, I'm, I'm running an EVG, uh, EVGA 850. An 850. I wonder if it's a power issue, that it's just not getting enough power to keep up with it. Well, no, because the thing is, is with the Oculus Quest, it's all it's self-powered. 
Oh, I mean, so it's, it's not it's, relying it's self, on them. Yeah. No, it's not relying on anything from your computer. Uh, oh, well, boy. maybe a little, maybe a little bit because the game itself has to present it in VR, but I can run the game and yeah, my fans will kick in like full, full speed, but that's fine. I don't know. I'll try it again. I'll, SSD. I'll yeah. I got it on an NVMe drive. Oh, wow. So it should be good. Wow. That's, yeah. that's frustrating. Yeah, I, it's, but it's, it's I, been a lot of fun. So. I've been playing something else recently. Anyway, I don't care. <laughs> All right. We can take a break. We can come back. We want to find out what you're playing. Also, I made a jump. I'll tell you about something else that I got into. When we come back with more of Tech Talk Radio, you can find us on the web at techtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. And now, back to Tech Talk Radio. You guys are all sitting here talking about Flight Simulator. And yeah, okay, I'm going to give it a try, but I've been playing something new that just came out last week. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a reoccurring thing almost every couple years. They come out with a new one, and I just can't get enough of it. It's it- Farming Simulator 2022. I thought you were going to say like Grand Theft Auto or something like that. No, it sounds ridiculous, (laughs) but I'm telling you right now, you you I can't get enough of this. Like it's it's a it's great. There's there's a ton of bugs still. I mean, obviously it's well, yeah, it's a farm, but okay, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, yeah, game bugs. But no, but it's it's really good. It's the graphics have been improved. The gameplay has definitely been improved. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people are saying that uh, Farming Simulator 2022 is basically Farming Simulator 2019 with a bunch of mods. Because there you go. There's a there's a big modding community for Farming Simulator, and they add all extra features and, and upgrades to it. So, um. I, I have never played the, the the 2019 version. I played 2017, and it is a huge improvement over 2017. But, yeah, if you're wondering what the heck is it, it literally, it's what it sounds like. You are a farmer, and you buy a farm. You buy some tractors and some, some, some cultivators and some uh, harvesters, and you plant crops. And then, you know, it, it but it fast-forwards. Like, one, one game day is, like, three weeks or whatever. All right. Of real time. And you can adjust that. You can literally play real time. So, like, one season would literally take you eight months if you wanted to do that. But, however, most of the time people just play it where one day in game equals three weeks. So, you plan it, you wait a couple days, and then, boom, you harvest it, and you sell the crops. But it's just it's just chill. I mean, sit back, you know, grab an alcoholic beverage or something, your favorite alcohol beverage at the end of the night, sit back and go 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 harvest some corn. <laughs> Or something. So, so a good, fun story about it's farming good. simulator. What are you Justin, laughing at? This is a good story. So Justin's love of farming simulator is deep rooted because he introduced me to this game. Uh huh. Back in 2012. Yeah. Oh wow! It's been yep. around that long. Oh gosh, it's yeah. been around. I played. Uh... I just looked it up on my Steam. I played it for 64 minutes. <laughs> Well, and Sean's I, not a if farmer. If I remember correctly, Justin, you can. This is my account of it. You, I was driving an ATV, and you ran me over with a combine. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now, how are the how are the graphics in this? I mean, uh, oh, it's really good. It's, it's is it really like you're looking at a farm, and yeah. how do they cartoonize it? No, I mean, there's it's definitely it's not like real life, but I mean, yeah. it's pretty darn close. And what's really cool about 2022 is like they introduced grapes into it so you can actually have grapevines oh. and you can make a winery like you can have production places you can have stores your own store so instead of selling it to a major store you take your products to your own store or 
you can make wine. Of course, in the game, they don't call it wine. They call it grape juice with a winky face after it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know. I mean, because it's a family game. You know, it's a lot of kids play that. But you can make wine in the game by harvesting grapes. But what I was saying is with the graphics, you can go and you can look at your grapes. When you go to plant them, there's nothing there. But when they're ready to harvest, you can actually go up and look right at the grapevine and you can see the grapes are just, you know, the the bunches of grapes just hanging off the grapevine. And the detail on this, though, is amazing. Like, all the tractors are name brand. Like, they, they operate the same way. They, oh, man, I don't know. It's just... It's very, very detail-oriented, and it has a massive following. Yeah. And these people are serious about their farming simulators. Like if they, John Deere breaks down, do you have to send it to John Deere to yeah. get replaced? Yeah, actually, you do have to take it to your vehicle warehouse and pay a fee to to have it serviced. So I'm, I haven't had that yet, but they do have John Deere in the game. Now, this thing is, though, farming simulator is made by a European company. Right. And I do think it actually bounces around between three different companies, but this year— I want to say it was made, oh, man, I can't remember who it was made by right now, but um, it's different than the 2017 version, but they're based out of Germany. Right. And so the locations you can farm in are pretty much German, but you can actually you can actually farm in the base of the Swiss Alps. Like you're just so looking you that up beautiful and view, right? the mountains around you and everything. And yeah, it's, it's really cool. But, but all the cars, all the license plates, the, the, the homes, the, the, the buildings, they all look european because it is a european company um but uh it doesn't really matter i mean it, it operates the same way so it, it it's actually, really good it actually sounds kind of like it would be it relaxing is, and fun it is very relaxing it is very now, chill game to play now one of the things we don't like about games uh some of the mobile games you get um uh, like the one i'm playing toon blast which is in-game purchases i mean just hate that yeah. is this a game you buy outright and that's it oh yeah you don't. There's nothing like okay. I'm going to buy this tractor. I'm going to buy that. Oh no no no! You can do that, but you don't need to. You don't have to. Yeah yeah. Because okay. so so what they have. Okay, so the game is fifty bucks outright. Right. Or you can spend eighty dollars and you get the year one pass, which includes a bunch of extra tractors and 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 harvesters and and trailers and things that you wouldn't get. Plus, you get a couple new maps that when they get released later on this year, you'll get those maps. So I just paid the eighty dollars. Uh, it's cheaper that way. Um. And then, so I got all that stuff. But yes, in game, they do have shops with premium vehicles. Uh, you, you can get, get those, but you don't need them. There's plenty of vehicles to choose from built into the game. You don't need the premium ones. All right. So, question uh, It's late at night. You know, Eric's asleep, Mises asleep. You got some time so, in front so of your computer. So, basically, last night. Okay. So, you got some time in front of your computer. Uh-huh. You could play Battlefield 2042 or you could play Farming Simulator. Which one are you going to do? Well, let's let's add in let's add in Flight Simulator, Battlefield 2042, Halo Infinite, oh yeah, Star Citizen, or Farming Simulator 2022. All right, which one would you probably pick? Farming Simulator. It's that it's that engrossing. Yes, that's Halo cool. Infinite. I've yeah. been playing that. It's well, see, no, I Halo- play those games to relax. Battlefield and Halo make me excited. Yeah. I want to play them to relax. Well, now Battle uh, Halo Infinite multiplayer has not been getting great reviews, and I don't know if they fixed some of that. I don't know. Some of the reviews been, I saw were been, pretty rough. From what I've been reading and playing, it's been fine. I mean, there are some there are some changes they made that aren't like the most recent Halo games. And to be honest, it, it plays and feels like Halo 2. So mm-hmm. it's a different style of multiplayer. 
go yeah. back to the same game modes that they had in Halo and Halo 2 and Halo 3. And th- there's just some things that are a little bit different, but I overall think- I've had a great I've had great success. It's a, kind of the same thing when you talk about Battlefield 2042. A lot of people are complaining about it. Like, you're missing different game modes, and there's there's some bugs with the game. And so people more and more frequently are feeling like that they're becoming the, the quality assurance testers. You know, yeah. these companies, they don't test their software to the point where they need to. They just release it onto the masses and let everybody else report the bugs, and then they fix them that way. I just don't get that. I, I don't like that. Uh, I don't want to be a beta tester. I want a finished product. Um, so yes, farming simulator has some bugs. We got battlefield. It's got some bugs. You got halo infinite's got some bugs. And even the game I played before a couple weeks ago, we talked about it. New world, that MMO that from Amazon game studios, it is dying left and right because they are just overwhelmed with bugs and hacks and things like that. I really had high hopes for, for new world, but it just yeah. doesn't seem like it's doing yeah, good. It, it's, it's crazy to see the game breaking economy stuff that happened and, the, the the big duping issues they had and then duping means duplicating yeah for for those who yeah. don't know and, and then just saying oh we're going to revert everyone back two weeks or whatever they did and yep. then the people that legitimately didn't dupe are now pissed because they lost progression but that's the only way they could do it to get back to where they were before the duplication issue came in yeah so yeah. they just had they've had some major major issues i just haven't touched it in in weeks to be honest i'll tell you what i did uh and i don't know if i'm the first one in the group to do this but i went ahead and finally took my laptop to windows 11 oh and i uh did the move you guys done it yet nope nope no well i gotta say i gotta say it's a little hard to adjust for anybody that's thinking about doing it um it's a little hard to adjust with that start button not there anymore because, you know, normally you would look on the left and there's your, your flag. You you click on that and it opens up your programs. Well, now, now how do you get to the start button? Uh, everything's in the center. So there's a task view. Oh. So you click on the task view and that will open up and that will allow you to uh, then find your most recent programs, open up programs, have access to, you know, anything else that you want to use within uh, what would be a normal Windows, uh, Windows interface. It's completely different and I think it's going to freak out a lot of people. However, I will say, right off the bat, I could tell it's faster. Really? I could tell now, my do you have, system was running faster. Do you have the TPM chip that they tell everybody that they need to have? Yeah, I didn't. I was able to download it uh, through Microsoft and do the update that way. So, yeah, on my laptop, I do. Now, the new motherboard I have, TPM is, from what I understand, turned off by default. So you can turn it on. And it will be able to get it. And some some motherboard BIOSes may have your TPM 2.0 turned off. So then you could install Windows 11. But I will say, like I said, it takes a lot of getting used to. But I did notice overall, it's a faster experience. And uh, to me, that was like, mm, I kind of like this. So I'm getting used to it. I'm, I've only got it on one laptop. I'm getting used to it. But so far, Windows 11 is pretty good. Uh, I yeah, don't know. You have until, you have until really October next year. To do the free update, but you know what? They're gonna, they're probably. You know, they they say the same thing about Windows Seven to Windows Ten. They're like, oh, you better do it before we stop giving it out for free. Right? You can still get Windows Ten for free. You still can. All right, standing by, we've got Steve Van Dittmer. Steve is with Verizon, and he's gonna show us some really cool products. Uh, We've got a video up on the website. You can take a look there. But really cool products uh, that might be great ideas, gift giving ideas for the holidays. 
So we're going to talk to Steve coming up next, and then we'll be back. All of us will be back for our kind of wrap-up of the show. So please stick with us. You can find us on the World Wide Web at techtalkradio.com. And, of course, on Twitter at Tech Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Now, back to Tech Talk Radio. And we're back. You know, with a holiday upon us, there are so many choices when it comes to technology. And sometimes weeding out what to give is the perfect gift or maybe even a gift you want uh, can be done with a quiz that has been put together with Verizon. And we'll get to that. We're going to give you a link that you can check out. But we're happy to have with us on the line Steve Van Dinter, who is a tech expert uh, with Verizon, to tell us about some of the many different great gift ideas that are available from Verizon this year. Steve, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Really excited. I feel like we get into this conversation a little earlier every year, but somehow I'm feeling the anxiety of days running away from me before I can get my shopping done. So well, I, I love this stuff. I love this stuff. So, so yeah, tell us about what you do and, and what are some of these really cool devices that we're looking at. And for those listeners that are on the radio, you can visit our website at techtalkradio.com and, and see the video there, uh, a demonstration of some of these great devices. Yeah, absolutely. So my job, I get to I get to go around talking to people about the things that excite me, which is technology and also the unexpected ways that technology can help make our lives a little bit better, which is why I picked out the items I did today. Um, these are super, super cool. I'll start with, for those who are watching uh, on the web, the one on, on your left here today, this is the Mophie 4-in-1 uh, charging mat. So the one thing you have when you've got all these people that come to your house, or in general, if you've got multiple devices like myself, is you can never find the power cable. Or when you do, you've got people with Android devices that need USB-C, you've got folks with uh, iPhone that need lightning chargers, and you get fumbling around for chargers and things like that. This solves your problem because, you know what, your AirPod case, it's wireless charging, so you can set it right on there. Your uh, your new Pixel 6, it's wireless charging. You can set it on there and charge. Your uh, new Samsung Flip, you can just go ahead and set that on there. I can charge up to four devices at once on this mat, so it keeps everybody happy and everybody's devices charged up, which will make for a winning holiday collection there. What a great idea. So, so people come to visit, and they're always, yeah, like you said, they're, oh, anybody have a charger? I forgot my charger. No problem. If you've got a, a capable device, just put it on there. It'll auto charge. That is phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. And it's and it's got fast charging as well. So that means it's going to charge in less time than normal, uh, which is also good because people want to have their devices to take those pictures and things for the holidays as well. So I, I love it. It's my winner. I would call it the, the, the sneak win for the holiday because this is one that I fell in love with as I started using it because it just is so useful and you can drop it. You know, I have it in the office, but you can put it in your kitchen. You can put it in your living room and it makes for a nice spot for people to just drop their devices. And if you're opening presents and you want some family time or maybe having a meal, have everyone drop their devices on the charging mat so they can charge and you get quiet time as well. Now, Mophie makes a lot of great devices, which uh, for those listeners that are looking for a, uh, a pack that they can plug their smartphone in when they're on the road. That's also a great solution that they can find at Verizon yes, stores. And- they have, thank you, they have another one that I, I didn't include today, but also a favorite of mine. It's the Mophie Rugged Go uh, AC. It is literally uh, a, a tank of a battery pack. Um, it has an AC adapter plug in there so you can charge a laptop and other big devices. It also has an air compressor cable, so the thing will actually help pump up a tire if you get a flat while you're driving over the river okay. and through the woods. That is and super also cool. An emergency light as well, and battery jumpers for your car. So if your car dies, you can actually jump your car with this battery pack. So uh, definitely worth the $150 that it, that it is. Uh, throw that into your glove compartment. Keep it with you as you travel. 
great, great device. And we do sell that as well. That's a great gift. If you have kids that are going off to school, you want to make sure they're safe or, you know, you just want to have it for your own safety. That's a great idea. It's a gift of peace of mind. That's there what you I go. like about that. <laughs> now I see well, a, you, something with a big Z on that. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the new Galaxy Z Fold 3. This is literally, if you haven't seen it before, it takes the uh, normal smartphone design, right? The, 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 um, the, you know, I don't know what you call it, candy bar shape here, but you can actually close it just like you could with those old flip phones back in wow. the day. So now you have a very functional and, uh, and small uh, device that you can now slip into a pocket or a purse. Um, this screen on the front actually serves as a selfie cam as well. So if I want to take a selfie, I can go ahead and pull up that camera right on my phone on the front screen there. Makes it easy to go ahead and take those pictures. So you can see there's that little screen up in the front there. Yeah. Also will display text messages and things like that. And then this screen is absolutely beautiful for the fact that it it folds. I mean, you can't you can't see the crease in there. Yeah. Uh, and it, it is an amazing device. It also connects to the 5G ultra wideband network, which is expanding across the country. I've gotten speeds of up to 3.7 gigabits per second on this phone on a live network. So uh, if you're looking to download files, download movies, content that you want to watch. The other cool thing I like about this, because it does flip, you can actually have a different screen set up so that, for instance, if you're watching a movie and text messaging at the same time, you can set the device like this so you can have your text messaging or your movie in the top and be a messaging or watching on the bottom. So it allows you to split what's going to be on those halves of the screen, giving you more real estate to do the things that you want to do with the device. So uh, it is really, really cool and a neat take on a new form factor as well. I really love that. Now, and those are priced to uh, quite reasonable uh, to get the yeah. the quality. So, so it's under a thousand dollars now. I mean, when these uh, this type of design first came out, if you remember, it was a couple, you know, close close to two thousand dollars for a device like that. Now you've got it for under a thousand dollars, and if you've got a trade in, uh, Verizon's taking phones in almost any condition right now and giving you full value towards this. You could bring in a, a phone like last year, two years ago model, uh, and in many cases walk away with a brand new one of these uh, for uh, for nothing. So that's not a bad deal. What's now? What's the resolution say on the uh, on the rear camera? Is that pretty high the camera i'm trying to remember it's it's it is very high i want to say it's 20 some that's good uh, i'd have to go back and double check on it but it, but i've not been disappointed with the picture quality on it uh not, you got the dual camera i'll actually turn it around for you so you can see there's actually two lenses there's a a normal and a telephoto there for you as well um so you do get the better optical uh, zoom in on it as well uh and the front facing selfie cam which is very important uh has a great resolution as well the other thing that's nice you see i've got it propped up here in this clamshell factor this allows you to set it down places and do video calling as well without having to hold it. So you've got that that proper, you know, if you want to call it a kickstand built in. I think uh, we've seen it easy and functional to use. We've seen the commercial where the girl puts it on the car and it has this big dance group. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, how often don't we all do that, right? <laughs> exactly. Maybe I'll get out and dance. It'll be good for my exercise. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so the other thing I, I picked out, this is actually really cool. You probably see the colors on here uh, spinning around on the top. Ooh. So this is the Anchor Soundcore uh, Flare uh, Mini 3 Pro. That's a lot to say. Uh, but what it is, it's an inexpensive Bluetooth uh, speaker that you actually see here when it's playing music. And I'll play a couple seconds because I don't want right. to violate any copyright oh, policies. Yeah. But you can hear the, the quality on this little Mariah Carey here for a nice. holiday. Good sound quality. What I love about this, it's got a little uh, clip as well. So you can actually hang it onto a backpack, um, take it with you as you're going on the go. Battery powered, so it's going to last for uh, more than 15 hours in terms of playtime. It is fully waterproof as well. So if you're going somewhere like a beach, a water destination, this is great. 
The other thing is you can actually link up to 100 additional speakers. So imagine the type of sound you could have if everybody brings one of these devices with them. If you're going to a holiday gathering or whatever, you can, you can have the whole house festive for, uh, for a very inexpensive amount of money. These are $40 uh, each, so they're, they're fairly inexpensive. And like I said, battery-powered, rechargeable whole bunch of, of good stuff do you get a lot of and i know anchor has been anchor has been making a lot of products over the years uh do you get a lot of play time with one full charge on those yeah 15 hours so that's gonna last you uh i mean depending on how long you guys open presents for uh, i think 15 hours probably <laughs> covers that that lunch the dinner and then into the night before everyone falls asleep uh from too much candy <laughs> and i can and I, and I can actually stream uh my music the files from my smartphone to that and have my yeah, favorite songs. Yeah. I was using uh, Apple music to stream it, but you can use any of the the popular uh, music uh, platforms, including YouTube and things like that. It's basically just a Bluetooth connection. So anything you can even take calls over it as well. You can have uh, any sort of uh, any of the major music platforms uh, play through it. All right. What else you got there? I see something. Uh, <laughs> oh, that looks yeah, cool. This is, this is something that um, I have been surprised at how uh, much it has resonated with folks. So this is called the Verizon stream TV. So what it is, and I'm going to go and find it here. It is a box that actually plugs into your television. So it's a pretty unassuming box. It's, it's small. It's got an HDMI port on it uh, and a power cable there. And then you get a, a remote control you see here that's in front of me. You plug this into your TV. And the really cool thing is everybody's doing streaming TV nowadays, right? You've got Hulu. You've got Netflix. You've got, you know, you name it. Um, each of those has an app. Uh, and in order to play that on your television, you're going to need to either have those apps built into your TV or download it to it or you're, you're casting it or, or sending it from your phone. Well, what this does, it's the best of both worlds. It brings that all together. You plug this device in, you have it download all of the apps to one spot. Now you can use the remote control and actually go ahead and click on the content you want. You can use, you can say, hey, Google, and ask it to play a certain show from a platform that you stream from, and it's going to pull it up and play it instantly. What I love about it, though, is nobody has to fumble for their phone to find it. And the, the trouble that I find with a lot of these apps that are built into TVs is the OS that the TV uses itself tends to be slow and laggy. Mm -hmm. So yes, it can play the content, but you're going to spend a, a bit of time queuing it up. This is going to do it uh, very quickly. Uh, and again, it's going to get the um, the latest operating system updates that come down from Google because it is a Chromecast device as well. So you're going to have the latest support from Google and it makes it then ubiquitous in terms of if folks with Android phones, iOS phones can uh, cast uh, pictures and video from their devices to this. But also you can use that remote, like I said, and, and go ahead and access those streaming uh, content providers uh, right there from your uh, from your from your remote. So it makes it really, really easy to use. I like that. That is very cool. And what's the price point around the around that? So one? this one is like 70 bucks, 70, 79. That's not say. bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, the 79. So uh, not bad at all. Uh, and like I said, it gives uh, gives new life to your TV, especially, you know, if you don't have a smart TV, too. And you've been looking at upgrading. If the TV is in good condition, you've got an HDMI port. Now you make it smart by adding this device and you didn't have to go spend a couple hundred dollars on a new TV, right? Uh, but even if you've got one of those newer TVs, uh, again, like I said, most of the time I found that those um, OSs are, are fairly uh, slow and laggy. This is going to help take care of that because the power for that compute is happening on this device as opposed to your TV. Very cool. I like that. It's good stuff. And then, and then last but not least, you alluded to this at the top. It is a uh, holiday quiz that Verizon put together this year to help folks give better gifts. So a lot of times we struggle with what do we want to give the person that's on our list? So if we have time, it's a five question quiz. I can ask you to right. figure out what, what you are. Yeah, let's do All it. All right, so you're, what is your ideal holiday? Are you a binge watcher of holiday classics while sipping some cocoa? 
Uh, would you prefer a European tour, a snowy hike and protein pancakes, party hopping to see all your friends and loved ones, or reading instruction manuals and jumping into a new game? Reading instruction manuals and jumping into the new game. There you go. All right. Next up, your favorite holiday tradition is searching for the best holiday display, baking your famous fam family recipes, timing your holiday lights to your favorite song, caroling, or the neighborhood flag football game. Uh, searching for the best display. Yeah. All right. I like that one. Yeah. When it comes to holiday shopping, are you a point, click, add to cart kind of guy from your couch? Do you buy unique gifts from your travels? Speed walk through the mall for the best deals? Check everyone off on Cyber Monday? Or are you in line at midnight because Black Friday is your holiday? Oh, boy. That's a tough one. Probably going to be number one on that one. Number one. Point, click. Yeah, that's me, yeah. too. I like the, the couch shopping. When it comes to holiday greetings, do you post your holiday greeting on social? Send handwritten cards? Video call everyone you know, send positivity and good vibes, or just show up at your doorstep. Boy, it's kind of all of the above, but um, the holiday cards I want to get into, but it's now just posting on social. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like that. And finally, when it comes to gift wrapping, I don't gift wrap. I gift experiences. I need to know. I, I need a how-to video. I leave it in the shopping bag. I've got someone else wrap for me, or I wrap each gift as a piece of art. I wrap each gift as a piece of art. Yes. Oh, look at you. Oh, yeah. All right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Turns out, I'm, probably no surprise, you're a techie. Oh, look at that. So, <laughs> so accor according to this, uh, uh, you know, uh, you've got the, uh, the, the charging pad uh, as one of your items. Uh, mm -hmm. You've got the Oculus uh, VR system for gaming. I want uh, that. And a video game controller. Uh, so lots of good stuff. And then there's actually a link that will take you to additional products that, that would match your profile. But what it is, it, it's a fun way, as you see, to uh, think about the gift giving process. So as you're taking the quiz, I mean, you can take it for yourself and figure out what to get yourself, but right. probably more or less going to help you uh, decide what to get somebody else. And then there's a full list of uh, additional gifting items once you go through that. So it's a fun way to, uh, to, to see kind of, you know, additional ideas for the folks that are on your list, especially those hard to buy folks. And it's, you can find the quiz at verizon.com slash holiday quiz. And will most, uh, most of these products be available in Verizon stores, or is this also, if they don't have it in the store, they can order it online. Yeah, absolutely. So you'll find a number of these available in store, but again, it does depend on inventory health and, and you know, as they sell out, they, uh, it takes a little bit of time sometimes to get them back in, but you'll always find them available on our website as well at verizon.com and you don't even have to be a wireless customer to purchase either from our stores or the website feel free to check it out uh, lots of good deals on there speaking of deals you can go to verizon.com deals if you're looking for the things that are currently on sale that's perfect steve what's on your list this year you know actually i i love this uh, i really really want the mat this year and yep. i've fallen in love with the with the speaker i am um, i've also been kind of eyeing up the devices uh, I've got the the new Google Pixel 6. I uh, love the magic eraser on that. It's crazy if you haven't seen it, but you could actually take a picture and take people out from the background. So if you've ever been somewhere and had someone photobomb you or somebody walks through at the yep. last second, click on it, gone. Uh, a game it's that easy. On that. It's, ah. it's literally that easy. <laughs> I have not, I've not had a chance to put my hands on it yet. Justin from our show uh, has, and he, he absolutely loves it. And the reviews have been great saying it's one of the best smartphones on the market. Yeah, I mean, this is the first one that Google actually built from the ground up. So we're talking from the processor on up, uh, which you can you can feel. Uh, it's it really feels solid, well built. Camera's amazing on it, and like I said, that magic eraser, like it is truly magic. I don't know how it does it, but you click on it, boom, it's gone. 
That's uh, great. It's, it's it's been really really cool to play with. Well, some great products, Steve. We want to thank you so much for coming on our show one more time. That uh, that website address for taking the the quiz. If the you're quiz, thinking about yes. giving somebody a gift, yeah, it's Verizon.com/slash/holidayquiz. One word. Very cool, Steve Van Tinder. Thank you so much for coming on Tech Talk Radio. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. And we'll be back with more of Tech Talk Radio. Uh, the guys are standing by. We've got a website of the week, but I want to remind you: uh, you can go ahead and now listen to us via Odyssey iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, and of course, right there on our website at techtalkradio.com. If you'd like to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we'd love that. In the meantime, feel free to reach out to us at any time, techguys at techtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. And now, back to Tech Talk Radio. Hi, this is Al Pacino, and you're listening to Tech Talk Radio. I know the show's been a lot about Flight Sim, and Justin, you said you have a Flight Sim-related website of the week? Oh, Yeah, uh, this is actually pretty cool. If, if you're into Flight Sim, but you want to get more a little bit more content uh, with things to do, check out neofly.net, N-E-O-Fly.net. It's a separate add-on. You download a program, and then it allows you to run campaign missions, things like uh, flying a banner uh, around a stadium or search and rescue or just delivery or VIP missions. You can and, and you can fly with Cessnas, you can fly with other uh, types of aircraft, but it also lets you, you know, build up your 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 reputation, your money, you can buy better aircraft. Um I mean, obviously in the game itself, you know, the flight simulator, you can fly any aircraft you want, but if you stick to what Neofly tells you, it's like, well, you're going to have to purchase this aircraft to oh. fly it, you know, but you don't really have to purchase it. Uh, but also with that, um, so like it is, it's really great because it's free. You can donate, but it's free. But then there's also add-ons that go with it, like voices and things like that, that you can basically donate to have those. I have the whole shebang. I think I spent 40 bucks on everything. Right. Um, and then there's another uh, company called Hype. Hypeperformancegroup.com. H-Y-P-E, performancegroup.com. They have a really, really cool helicopter that's a fully immersive, everything about it is just perfect. And the helicopter is amazing. Now, the helicopter, though, is 40 or 50 bucks right. alone just by itself. But it's worth it. And I love using that helicopter with Neofly. Cool. All right. So where do we find that again? Give us that website. It's neofly.net. N-E-O-Fly.net. We didn't get to go over our wish list for the holidays. We're going to have to hold that for next week. Sure. Um, and, and gather that. So nobody buy anything during Black Friday. All right. Uh, Is that it? <laughs> I'm not getting anything anyway. I already got my new phone. That's about all I'm going to get this Christmas. Uh, I'm just going to have to pick out a case and a, and a video card. That's about it. Yep. There you go. We're saving money because. Oh, baby. yeah. Uh-huh. Got baby coming. No, yep. no, no large purchases this year, hopefully. Yep. Yep. There yep. you go. All right. Well, listen, uh, good seeing you guys. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And we will uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a great week, everybody.